Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Could you imagine your entitled parents demanding you to pay for somebody else's rent? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, mom kidnapped our kids and said she didn't know it was against the rules. So my wife and I have two kids, a nearly three-year-old and an 18-month-old. We want to cruise to the Bahamas for two, meaning the kids couldn't go. My mother volunteers to watch the kids. Great, it's all settled. We're going to get away for a week and have some time for ourselves. As the date approaches, mom starts talking about having the kids at her house for the week. We told her we were under the impression that she was going to be at our house. All the kids' stuff is here. Our home is a single story and easy to track the kids in. It's significantly closer to all of their doctors for emergencies, we're talking 20 minutes versus an hour and a half, and our house is baby-proofed, where hers is not. So we said we really felt they should be at our house, and if that didn't work for her, we would make other arrangements. She said our house was fine, but days later, says she would like to be at her house because my siblings who still live with her could help watch the kids. These are the same siblings who we were told needed to be instructed on how to be nice to toddlers. Which is why we weren't invited to Thanksgiving. No thanks, we'll get you support through our own channels. People you know and like who can pop in to get you relief and help out. We leave for their trip, though as we're showing mom where everything is and going over foods and snacks, she's more interested in playing with the kids than learning where the diapers are. So day one in the boat, my wife uses the boat's internet to do a video call to check on the kids. All seems fine, but my mother tells her not to call again for the rest of the trip because it may upset the children. My wife doesn't tell me about that part of their convo right away, but as soon as she does, we call her back. When she answers, she's at her house with the kids and you can see brand new kids apparel and paraphernalia in the background. I asked her what happened, and she tells me she was really sick and thinks she got norovirus. What the heck? Super nauseous, it was all she could do to call her brother who lives five minutes from me to have him pack the kids in my wife's car and drive an hour and a half to her house. I said, so you were so sick that you couldn't watch the kids, but you could drive home in a car that wasn't yours and endanger kids that aren't yours in the event that you pass out or spontaneously start vomiting while on the freeway, potentially killing our children? Why didn't you call the list of people who said they'd come help? They had set aside parts of their weeks to come out and support with their time and money. Do they even know the kids aren't home? Do you know one person is staying in a hotel to be 10 minutes from you in case of emergency? Now, they're an hour and a half from home and none the wiser for what's happening. The first thing she says is she really was sick. I never accused her of not being sick. I doubted it, but I never said it. Then she tells me how dare I judge her for her decisions and she doesn't have to justify herself to me and that she doesn't have to watch my kids. I told her to pack my kids up in the car and take them home. Someone else was going to watch them. When she dropped the kids off, she was nasty to their new caretakers and sulked. As soon as I knew the kids were safe, I sent her a message saying she clearly didn't respect us as parents. Doesn't matter how many kids she raised, these are ours. And she'll sure as heck needed to justify herself and check in with us if she was too sick to do her job. 
We have the right to know what's going on with our kids, and any sane person would call and ask us what we wanted them to do before packing the kids up and taking them away. If the roles were reversed, she would have absolutely lost her mind, and I know it because I've seen it, and that she didn't need to see the kids again if she was going to go that far out of her way to undermine us and then act like a spoiled child to family and friends when she gets caught. Then, next day, she replied to the message saying she didn't realize she did anything that was that far out of expected parameters. Yeah, her words. And that she recognized that parents had their own rules and she would have to learn ours. Never did anything resembling sorry come across in that message or any other. We blocked her on social media and haven't spoken to her since. I would say sadly, the entitled mother here acted like the biggest kid of all of them. She literally did the classic kid action of, these are the rules, you don't do this. They say, okay, I won't do that and I'll follow your rules or whatever, and then as soon as you turn your back, they go and do it anyways. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of these entitled parent stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? Our next story is, my mom is doing harmful things to my dogs, then ignores, makes fun, or yells at me when I tell her to stop. I have two dogs, a tan mutt dog, 11 years old, and a black sheet zoo poodle mix, around 11 months. My mom is kinda insane. She gets mad over everything, yells constantly, and makes fun of just about anything a person does or looks like. This, of course, had leaked over to the care for my dogs. I'm 16 and go to school Monday to Friday and work Wednesday to Sunday, so she usually takes care of them for a few hours after I leave for school in the morning, before she goes to work herself and a few hours at night before I get home from work. Beyond that, I have full care for the dogs and want to keep it that way. In the few hours, she takes care of them, though she does a lot of stupid things when it comes to the care of the dogs. The first thing that she does the most is how she'll feed the dogs random human foods that they can't eat without being sick. She specifically gives them sugar. She told me that she gives the dogs pieces of her sugar-covered donuts leftover pieces of my breakfast, french fries, and french toast sticks. I always tell her not to feed them that kind of stuff because it'll make them sick. Even after she had fed the poodle something that made her poop water for a week, she just ignores me and does it anyway. Tonight, my dad told me that my mom had given one of them a french toast stick, so I told my mom that it would make them sick, and she asked me why my mutt dog doesn't get sick as the poodle does. I try to explain to her that she does, but only ever poops outside. However, my mom started cracking jokes about how the poodle is a diarrhea cannon and just overall ignored me. I tried to get her back on topic by telling her that some of the things she could feed my dogs could kill them. My mom then starts cracking more jokes about my dogs dying, making stupid faces while saying things like, Oh no, then we're gonna have a dead poodle's name. She then mimicked the look of an animal dead on their back with her tongue out. I was completely shocked that my mom would even joke about something like this, especially considering that the poodle is my mom's very obvious favorite. I didn't know what to say, so I just left. Another thing that my mom does way too much is when she lets the dogs out. My mom will let them out and wait for them at the door while on her phone. She waits about a minute before calling for the dogs to come back in. My mutt dog comes, but because we don't have fences, my poodles already run away. She used to call me to go find her if I was home, but now she just leaves her alone outside and makes no effort to find her or even call me to look for her at all. She says that she won't look for the dog because, well, she comes back anyway. 
I've tried to explain to her that it doesn't matter whether or not the dog comes back. I've told my mom that my dog could get attacked, or hit by a car, or even carried off by a hawk. But she just ignores me, or depending on the day, screams at me for being ungrateful that she even bothered to let the dogs out in the first place, and how I should feel lucky for her allowing me to get another dog. Her favorite is letting my poodle run away at night, letting my pitch black dog run around a neighborhood in a small farm town in Nebraska at night. Then, not making any effort in trying to look for her, and also not tell me that she lost my dog again. She laughed in my face when I told her that I was trying to save money to take my dogs and move out, saying that I'll just be back within half a year, but I have no plans of having her around my dogs longer than necessary. 100% get the dogs out of there as soon as possible. Whether or not she's successful in killing them in the meantime, if you want your dog to live a little bit longer, you gotta treat them better than giving them all that stuff. I mean, my childhood dog lived to 16 and he was a mid-sized dog and he was honestly chubby pretty much all of his life. Admittedly, I could have done way better myself, but I didn't feed him a bunch of terrible stuff. Honestly, as far as I'm concerned, this entitled mother's kind of evil for not giving a crap there. Honestly, I think it's a good overall moral compass. If somebody can treat helpless, defenseless animals that you have to take care of like that, I think that's a megaphone from their soul about who they are. Our next story is, my entitled dad claims that my shirt is his. So, I was laughing at how ridiculous the story is or was from when I was growing up. I'm now a 41 year old female and at the time I was about 14 or 15 years old. For some background, my dad was in the army for about 15 years with most of those years being served in the National Guard. He's now retired from that and from being a truck driver. When I was in about junior high, my dad started long haul truck driving across the US. From my dad being in the military, he had a ton of old BDUs, green undershirts and socks. He also still had his dress uniforms. So of course, when you go from a career that's active to a very sentient career, there is some weight gain expectations. When my dad would run several miles and go on three months of stretches of being at exercises in places like Nevada, he went from three to five month stretches of being out on the road in his Freightliner. My dad went from a fairly healthy weight to, I would say, overweight. I can't make fun of him for this or say anything negative as I am or was overweight and get the struggle. I'm saying all of this to say that none of his military things fit him anymore and every so often he would squeeze his way into one of his army green t-shirts. My dad's also very entitled and also was abusive to myself and my siblings. So what was ours was his, and what was his was his. When I was in about 8th or ninth grade, I'd got this shirt I think from our local thrift shop. It was an army greenish slash brownish color. This shirt also had a pocket on the left hand side that had like a little floral design on it. It was one that I wore every once in a while. You could tell that it was a shirt meant for a young female or woman based on the design of the shirt. So my dad comes home from off the road and he sees that I'm wearing my shirt. He starts screaming at me that it was his shirt and to freaking take it off and that I'm a freaking thief going through his stuff, blah blah blah. I'm trying to tell him through tears that it wasn't his shirt, that it was mine, look at the pocket with flowers on it. How can this be your shirt, dad, when it has flowers on the pocket? He keeps screaming at me that I'm a freaking little liar and take his gosh darn shirt off right freaking now. And all the while he's yelling at me, he's threatening to slap the crap out of me. I said fine. I changed out of the shirt and gave it to him. 
It was so funny and so infuriating at the same time to see this 400-pound man squeeze into the size XL female shirt. It was stretched over his huge beer belly and he would sit on the couch with this smug grin like he won or something. The best part in all of this was when I was a freshman in college. I came home for the holidays and he tossed the shirt back at me. I was like, what? Why are you giving me this stretched out, torn up shirt back? He says to me, I was fueling up and someone laughed at me and said I was wearing a chick's shirt. Why didn't you freaking tell me? I just laughed at him, threw it in the garbage and said, I did. By the way, I tossed it because it was ripped up from his stretching it over his belly and had diesel fuel stains all over it. No thanks. Now, was that diesel fuel stains or was it more than likely just some kind of food stains that fell onto his shirt? And I'm not trying to make fun of him, I'm gonna be honest, I can't keep a white shirt white. I can be horrendously messy myself. Needless to say though, this sounds like the kind of dad that when you grow up and you move out and you have your own life, you kinda just don't talk to them anymore. And even still, they wonder, why don't you talk to me anymore? This next story is, mom has a phobia of hair. I just turned a 19 year old male. A little bit of context is that I'm currently doing a gap year and working for when I go to university next year. My mom has OCD and BPD and past trauma which makes her become entitled and narcissistic. The main issue is that my mom hates hair and she has very short hair herself. She has always expected me to have short hair when I was growing up. I kind of never really bothered to care. Obviously I cared a little bit but when I was younger I never had self image issues which meant I wanted my hair a little longer. I'm not talking about long, long hair for context, just not buzz cut hair. I remember once the barbers cut my hair and then she made me go back and get it cut short. Anyways, she used force to get me to get my hair cut, but as I'm autistic, getting my hair cut has always been traumatic because it's an uncomfortable social environment for me. I stopped going and in lockdown my mom had a breakdown, so I went to live with my grandparents for a bit. But since my grandmother didn't want to look after me anymore, I lived with my auntie for a year, which I found to be bad because my auntie could be volatile, and it all felt temporary. Anytime coming home was brought up, my mom would try and guilt trip me into cutting my hair and that was always the plan. Not her getting help or accepting me for having hair that wasn't a buzz cut. Whenever I would refuse, she would call me names like a tramp, talk about my hair looking a mess, bird's nest, etc, etc. I finally came home over Christmas, just gone, but it soon became about my mum, so I stayed with my grandma a few nights when she got bad. But one night it got so bad that she took an overdose. It got serious with my dad saying to me he doesn't know what to do with me because he'd exhausted all options with me and throughout my childhood never defended my mother's behavior, just told me to stop and would tell me privately this was because how would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This challenging my mom would mean she would hurt herself. During these few days, my dad tried to scare me into saying I have nowhere to go and I kept telling him there's no way he'd see his only child homeless and he'd say since I'm 18, nearly 19, that I would have to make my own way. I ended up giving in to my mom, or so I let her think, by getting my hair cut shorter than usual in a comb forward cool kind of style which I made her think was the result of me trying to appease her. She didn't fully appreciate it and was still deep down uncomfortable with it, but it was better than before. She actually during this time too told me I was mature for cutting my nails. I did this to appease her, as well as having my nails short is a sensory issue for me. I don't like the feeling of them being short, but she expects everyone to cater around her niche phobias. This is just an example of the many ways she's abused me. Another example is she doesn't like vintage or secondhand clothing. She doesn't allow me to keep my clothing in the house, and I store them at my grandmother's and make my grandma wash my clothes for me. She calls my clothes trampy and pleads with me to stop buying them and will make snarky and nasty comments about them. She's also said many times to me that I need to cut my pubic hair and has told my dad to tell me. A few weeks ago, I stayed at my grandma's again because I went to the toilet and flushed with the toilet lid up after she'd cleaned the bathroom. Just the other night, she's argued with me over charging my phone in my room overnight because she's paranoid that the house is going to burn down. She then threw a bottle of water at me when I got out of my bed after she took all the chargers in my room off me, thinking I was plugging something in because I made a noise. She told me that my dad crashing his car is my fault because he was driving to collect me from work and take me to my auntie's both times. She stalks every social media I have that she's even aware of my depop, laughs at things I've liked and berates me for it. For context, my mom doesn't work, spends all day in bed and never leaves the house. I've told her she needs help and she's either used the excuse that she's not well or she's on the wait list for therapy. She's also said that we're bullying her in her own home in response to me calling her out and refusing to comply to her BS. She doesn't want to get better and expects a therapist to take this away from her as it stems from childhood abuse. Realistically, she expects everyone to cater to her unrealistic phobias and rituals she makes us do and she doesn't want to change. 
I definitely don't want to talk too bad about anybody here because honestly it seems like there's a lot of things going on, especially as far as like mental health goes. I would just say for OP's sake, it sounds to me like they need to try whatever they can to get away from that situation. I mean, it's easier said than done. You know, it's hard to just get a job that can support you and move right out, especially with disabilities of your own. But definitely, I think it's cancerous to be around that for too much longer. Our next story is, can I have a peaceful day at the park with my kid? Clearly, no. I'm honestly glad this encounter wasn't as bad as it could have been. It's short, but it's sweet karma butt kick for the entitled parent. Our story begins at home with my kid on summer break of 2022. My kid, 12 years old, actually wants to go outside to hang out with his friends. I was shocked, flabbergasted, and completely dumbfounded when my son asked, Hey, my friends are at the park and want to play backyard football. Can we go? I obviously responded yes, because I was tired of the constant, Why am I lagging? Or you suck! Or whatever raging came from his room, especially late at night. We drove and drove for like four minutes, pulling up to the park. I saw the parking lot filled with cars, Fords, Chevys, and then I recognized Sam's mom's car, so I knew this was the right place. I pulled into the spot, did a 7 out of 10 job at parking, and we got out. My child ran quickly to a group of kids out in the field while I was still fumbling around for my phone and keys. I walked slowly past the playground, not paying too much attention to the screaming children running up and down the playset. The one thing I did notice was someone giving me a snobby look. I thought she was just looking at me with the gross, I'm rich and you're a poor person look. All because I didn't get done fixing my hair and my clothes were slightly dirty. I sat down on the bench closest to the kids and pulled out my phone to record this historical moment. My son actually went outside. I saw them throwing it around, about six kids total. Honestly looked like they were on one team. Then some woman came over to me and snapped in my face while I was recording. The entitled parent said, excuse me. I broke out of my trance. Uh, hi? I looked up at her and stared deeply into her face. She was scrunched up like a used sponge. What? Paused to snap again. Do you think you are doing? I said record... I can't even finish sentences around Satan anymore. She said, aha, recording those children looking at which one to take. I stared intently into her face to see if she was joking. Her face was more serious than the crime she probably committed to get so angry at me for nothing. I said, you mean recording my child playing football with his friends? I honestly was shocked I kept my temper. The entitled parent said, yeah, uh uh-huh, that's what they all say. I say because most of the time it's actually their freaking kid. I had snapped at her, and Sam's mom and Max and Kyle's dad both looked over from the shade area, saw this woman yelling and came over. Sam's mom said, uh, hi ma'am, what's going on? The entitled parent says, oh, finally, someone to help. This woman right here is trying to kidnap. Max and Kyle's dad says, and that is where I stop you. I know this woman right here, it's OP. I've known her since my kids went to kindergarten because her kid was in my class. I said, oh, and the raging bull was caught. I probably didn't say that, but it's funny to imagine. The entitled parent said, well, uh, what if you all are... Sam's mom said, please, just save it. If you want me to prove it, give me five seconds. Here comes the finale. Sam's mom says, 
Hey, Sam. And one of the kids looks over. Sam says, yeah. And that's the icing on the cake. Sam's mom says, you know this woman right here? Sam, Kyle, and Max says, that's OP's child's mom. Max and Kyle's dad says, thanks, Max and Kyle. We just needed to hear from Sam. Kyle says, dad, who's the crazy lady right there? The entitled parent said, I, uh, huh? The entitled parent was shocked, flabbergasted, and completely dumbfounded. We had just exploded her whole ego. She said, uh, you need to raise your kids better, calling strangers crazy lady. Max and Kyle's dad said, well, is he wrong? Said, oh my, oh my, this is hilarious, I wish I was recording. The entitled parent walked off, but one of the kids from the playset came over. The embarrassed child said, can I play with you guys? Max said, why not? We only have six people, come on. The entitled parent was looking over at us constantly, clearly annoyed about losing. So that's it, like I said. I wish it wasn't so calm because it was kind of anticlimactic, but sometimes that's just how it goes. So did they not see OP literally pull up with the kid in the car? I will say though, I wonder how even further advanced the entitled parent's reaction would be if OP wasn't the mom, but OP was the dad. Just imagine the reaction of this entitled parent if they assumed that some man was recording the kids. Probably would have went and just straight up laid their hands on them. Our next story is, Entitled parents betray trust and get mad at me for being upset. So, before I get into the story, I'll preface, I recently came to terms that my relationship with my mom was a financially abusive one. She demanded to have access to all bank accounts, and my childhood consisted of managing my parents' emotions and being their outlet to vent problems within their marriage. My parents were anti-vax when it came to the COVID vaccine and openly used fake vaccine passports. Buckle up. Last year, I got married to my partner. During the wedding planning, our city had mask mandates or proof of vaccination to be maskless. It was 2021, so it was a hot topic. We were fortunate enough that my parents were paying for our wedding and they voiced their concerns around being forced to be vaccinated for our wedding. My partner and I made it very clear that we respected their decision and agreed to disagreed when it came to COVID. We just requested that they respected whatever mandates were in place and not use their fake vaccine passports when with us or at our wedding. Well, conversations got heated because any solution we provided was not good enough for my very entitled mom because she didn't want to wear a mask. I struggled with these conversations and a lot of feelings related to my childhood came up. My parents threatened to not pay for our wedding and began using money as a way to control the situation. It got to the point where my partner and I took a step back and began looking at wedding options that we could pay for. A month later, my parents called and notified us that they wanted to move past this speed bump by deciding to get vaccinated. My partner and I were shocked but appreciative. We told them this and reiterated that it was not something we were demanding. Fast forward to the holidays, 2022. During a FaceTime, my parents blindsided us by telling us they lied about getting vaccinated, justified it by saying that they did it because wedding planning was stressful enough, and then my mom stated that I should have known better because I know her better than that. The call ended with them saying that they didn't expect a response from us and told us to take our time to process. Great. The entire week after my first partner and I talked about this, and every time we agreed that we were too upset to talk to them and didn't want to say anything we would later regret. 
but after a week, my parents called and started the convo with, what's up? So are you mad or something? My very entitled parents, mainly mom, expected us to get over this because of their justification for doing it for us. I called BS and told them they did it selfishly for themselves and that I didn't know I could trust them. I voiced my concerns that I know sorry as my partner and I enter into the next stage of our lives and consider children. Almost immediately they translated to thinking the worst and cut the conversation because they were done with me being selfish. Almost immediately my mom went into my bank accounts. She required me to give her access and all of my passwords and cleared them out. It's been about 4 months and since then I've separated financial ties to my mom and taken away any method that she used to manipulate me into doing what she wants. My dad called to apologize and admit he was wrong. My mom on the other hand continues to believe I was in the wrong and she deserves an apology. In the past she used to give me expensive purses and watches. Hindsight, I realized it was her way of ensuring I did what she wanted and kept me comfortable with her controlling behavior. I joke, because you have to find humor in life, by saying my mom's gifts backfired because they turned into my golden parachutes to get out from under her control. Hope you enjoyed this mess of entitled parent story. This is fundamentally the biggest issue with money. With a lot of people, they could be like your ride or die friends essentially. And if the right thing happens, they may betray you completely and take every last dollar they can, especially even your own parents maybe. Needless to say, if you're an adult and you're fully capable of living and thriving on your own, you don't need your parents having access to your bank accounts. Nowadays, you got Zelle or whatever. If you need to transfer anything, it's pretty easy to. This next story is, mother-in-law demands me to pay for brother-in-law's rent. My boyfriend and brother-in-law moved in together last year. However, not even after a month, brother-in-law bailed on him since he wanted to be with a girl in his hometown. Since then, he's refused to cancel the rental agreement as long as he got student loans and has somewhat managed to get his part of the rent paid every month while living with his girlfriend's family. In January, my boyfriend put his foot down and told him to cancel the agreement as he would only be getting student loans until March, and the cancellation deadline for the rental agreement is three months. Brother-in-law told us he'd sent it, but we just discovered that he'd only sent the letter to their landlord two weeks ago, meaning he will still be listed for another three months. Now, brother-in-law and mother-in-law are pressuring us to pay his part of the rent for the rest of the agreement since brother-in-law has no money. He does, but wants to use it to buy a car. My boyfriend and I have been planning on cutting them off as soon as brother-in-law takes the rest of his things out of the apartment. So I offer to pay for his rent if he manages to get all of his belongings out by April. Not because I want to help him, but because I just want this whole crap show to end and paying the rent wouldn't trouble me financially. Now I've been bombarded with messages from mother-in-law and their aunt telling me how cruel I am, that I'm a spoiled brat who can never get enough, and that I'm a jerk for having money but not giving it to brother-in-law when he obviously needs it. He's literally not the one paying the rent, and OP or the boyfriend's the jerk? I find that incredibly hard to believe, and it's not like they didn't give them an out, they warned them plenty of time ahead to cancel that, and they didn't. Sorry that you're on the hook for it because you couldn't get off your butt to save yourself. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. 
Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 